I'll go to cool.com. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with your host, me, Jick. And also with me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. How's it going, fellas? Um, Great. Pretty good. We've been working on Kingdom of Loathing a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. I yeah. fucked around and didn't do my item of the month until the last minute. It's true. You, I know. You I'll, failed I'm, to follow the schedule that you yourself set. I know. I, I think I produced the TPS report in time, but then I didn't get the usable prototype yeah. ready by the next meeting. Because we had Wes and Victor out to work on West of Loathing, and I didn't want to spend a bunch of that time, that precious, precious time that we'll never get Face back time. again. Yeah. Was FaceTime. I'm uh, continuing to get the crazy, just terrible, like, it's as though Riff is hooking up jumper cables to his microphone every few minutes. You have no idea. And I don't know if it is. is Nothing's nothing's changed here. It doesn't show up on the recording, so I don't know if it's just the Skype call. We should just stop using Skype. We should just try using the Slack audio thing. It's also possible that it's the internet. Like, I'm using the Wi-Fi on my phone to listen to Riff and to, and for him to hear us. So I could, I could try plugging my computer are we, into... Are we actually in Skype and not regular phone? Yeah. Let me look. I, I mean, I... Oh, no. Okay. I initiated yeah, the right. call, Riff. <laughs> yeah, it's just that the, the phone lock screen for Skype looks the same, I guess. That's the thing people love about this podcast is all of the tech talk. Me complaining yeah. about riff noises that they can't hear. Riff, I blame your beard. I think it is uh, electricity <laughs> dancing between the tips of your beard hairs. Your monopoles. <laughs> the path my, of least resistance. My beard is no closer to the mic than the rest of my mouth is. <laughs> I think that's, it's technically... Yeah, I don't believe that. Unless you've started keeping your beard on the inside. Or you're, you're puckering your lips real far. Yeah, what? or if you are talking using one of those miniature mouths like the alien has. Oh, yeah. I didn't say it's further away. I just said it's no closer. But it, it, is, it is closer. closer. But it's, it's not, it's not that much thicker. It's, uh, my, my beard is not like some massive, like, bushy thing. But it is on the outside. Would you say that your lips are closer to the microphone than my your My lips teeth? are also on the outside of my face. Right, but your beard is on the outside of your lips. Riff, there, come on. No, it isn't. If you have beard hair growing out of your lips, you've got a problem. Your upper lip. <laughs> like, you would say, okay, where does a man's mustache live? Well, right, but your lips are not it's, just uh, the... it, My mustache is between my nose and my mouth. That's complicated. What is the patch of skin between your upper lip and your nose called? Okay, is your mustache between your teeth and the microphone? <laughs> Yes? Would you not would you not say that? My did mustache you watch that? doesn't go all the way down to my teeth. There's oh a hole God. there. Did you watch Did you watch that video of the they they reenacted a a transcript of a deposition where a Oh, guy the Rick was and Morty thing? A, no, no. A guy was asking another guy if they had a photocopier in their office. And it is just, it is a, a dramatization of what seems like the most frustrating conversation anyone has ever had, where a lawyer is asking a guy who works at a place if they have a photocopier there, and the guy is pretending not to know what a photocopier is, oh, so he man. doesn't have to answer the question. That's what this feels like talking to you, Riff, <laughs> about whether your beard is closer to the microphone than your mouth. Because how could it not be? Your beard well, is on the outside of your mouth. Because he doesn't know what a photocopier is. Ah. <sighs> 
It's usually it's usually hot stuff that has these insane. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been up to, Riff? Besides being wrong about the relative positions of mouths and beards. I am just the regular stuff. Pokemon Go, mostly. Writing ghosts. Yep. Spooky spoilers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess we could just get right to questions. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't have any like fun KOL anecdotes to share. We have no, we have have no news. That means it's good news. Deus Ex Machina writes, why aren't there more potato based foods in the game? Like other than the avatar of Jarlsberg food, is it because of the levitating potato? I just don't like potatoes. And so I never think about putting them in. There's poutine. Potatoes oh yeah, are okay. Good. There's there's White Castle fries. I yeah, mean, White you gotta Citadel have fries. fries. Uh, Children's Meal of the Damned probably has some damned some fries. Some tiny in it. fries in it. Yeah, some miniature damned fries. Um, fries, uh, damned fries, and statistics. <laughs> Vodka is a potato-based food. That's true, but not really, right? Isn't it mostly made of corn now? Uh, I don't. No, if that's true. I believe that it is you made of corn. You can make vodka out of anything, right? Yeah. And I believe that it is mostly made of corn if now the, just the because corn US is probably cheap. Is, yeah. And I think that's why the corn in KOL turns into vodka when we did that whole... Did we? D- do you remember that? Like, that's a thing that's in there is one of the things that you can get as a sort of reward for beating the war is the ability to buy those advanced fruits from the right. stand that can convert into booze like the square grapes and uh i don't think anybody ever uses that because like all you do after you finish the war is immediately ascend unless you hang out yeah i don't think that people i mean we had we had pitched all that stuff as like interesting choices to make as rewards for aftercore but i don't think that we really succeeded in in making them particularly interesting i think if they if they genuinely like because like access to an item from an npc store is kind of meaningless when it will be in the mall at min price we're That's not going to price it at a at a That's level a that makes a ton of sense for the markup not to be trivial unless the price is below the mall minimum even if it is though that's so little meat that you would still just do it like you would pay an extra hundred meat per item to get access to something that you didn't have access to because it's after core and someone will be arbitraging it Maybe no matter how thin the margin the is. mall minimum higher i think that probably would have been a so good idea basically a thing for bigger ticket items yeah and stuff I, that wasn't you Maybe only stuff that you couldn't buy in quantity elsewhere in the game as well. Sure. We we had talked about the idea of not being able to put things in the mall if they were things that were sold in NPC stores. But, like, there were just people that... So, for a long time, people liked to buy things at NPC stores and then sell them at a discount, right? Before right. we put in the minimums at all. People, there's a 10 meat sale. And then we, for some reason, decided to change the minimum to 100 or the auto-sell value of the item, whichever was higher um sorry my phone because you can buy stuff at a discount with your liar's pants that's true and then sell it in the mall below the regular price and potentially still make a profit there also used to be a relationship between the auto sell value of an item and the price that a store would that an npc store would sell it for and there isn't anymore correct um because we don't ever the the old system that defaults to just auto sell times two 
doesn't we don't ever add any stuff and using now we also have you can basically use anything as currency which is yep. why you get to turn in your badge and your gun as the That's cost true. for a new badge yeah it's pretty great yep uh yeah that's a funny joke that we did like it, it like we made a gun item that's basic only only real purpose is as currency <laughs> for upgrading the badge uh desk machina writes thanks for adding the bacon machine to the daily reminders just wondering how does the game handle those is it a simple daily reminder flag that you have to add to the item or do you have to create a new artisanally handcrafted block of code for each item or something else well it's something else see you'll remember that it's not just items and there are i guess it's basically always a daily flag that you have if you've done something and that's how we determine whether you've done a thing that's available daily or not but the fact the thing that makes it complicated is the fact that you can re-up the thing from that interface so it needs to know whether it's an item or whether it's a skill or whether it's mm. uh, i think there's other things that it can be but i don't exactly remember uh it just there's just a spindler uh, called the breakfast spindler um starring molly ringwald anthony michael hall <laughs> judd hirsch not judd hirsch nelson, judd nelson yeah and Emilio no, Emilio Estevez <laughs> and why is Emilio Estevez the one that looks like a white guy and Charlie Sheen is the one that looks like a Mexican guy why is that tell me that riddle, riddle me riddle me <laughs> that vaguely racist question I, I have no idea <laughs> you think Charlie Sheen looks more like a more like a Mexican guy than Emilio Estevez does yeah, well, I think of Emilio Estevez as having light brown hair. Hmm. So I guess just based on that one characteristic that is not universal, but pretty common. They're, they're all sheens, right? Mm-hmm. But isn't... Their their mother was Hispanic and named Estevez? Oh, I don't know. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't keep track of any of this stuff. This 80s celebrity... Uh, Trivia, ephemera, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me look at the breakfast spindler and see what is actually... See what the full cast was. Yeah, see what the full <laughs> cast was. Okay, so there's an ID, which is not meaningful. Uh, that might just be a number. Yep, that's just a number. Uh, there's the name of it and the picture of it in case we want to... Hmm. Like, if it's a thing that doesn't have a picture, we need to be able to specify an icon for the thing. There's a description, which I guess is what you can do. Uh like I don't know where that is. There's probably a block of text somewhere. There is the conditional for whether the item is av- whether the thing is available to you. I keep saying item. This is this can be things other than items. So that can be like you have this skill or you have this item or you have this thing in your campground or whatever. Uh, there's the conditional for whether you've used it or not, which is almost always just a daily flag, but probably in some cases was not a daily flag. So, uh, and then there is. The chat command that runs to use the thing. We decided that basically since we already had a way to turn a string into using any item or any skill or anything that's out in the world that people cared about enough for us to have made a chat command, that we would just use that system. And then there's a checkbox for whether it shows up by default in the reminders or not. And I don't remember... I want to say that we changed our mind halfway through about whether the default was for it to be default or not. <laughs> Jeez. Um, 
I don't. So when you load up the spindler, does is that checkbox checked or not? When you when you are creating a new thing, it is not checked. So the okay. default is not to default okay. it to being on. And this is whether you have to opt into the reminder or right. not. There are certain things that we just assume you're going to want to do. Like there are things that like there's absolutely no reason for you not to. That's probably true of some of the ones that we don't want to show you, but there's all just weird shit like, have you used your burrow hive from Crimbo 2008 today? Like, maybe you don't give a shit about that. And it's like, yes, it's technically a limited thing that you can only do once a day and you haven't done it yet. But, like, maybe you just don't want to see that every day and just let those burrow grubs keep. I don't even remember how that one works, but something like that is is the use case there. Anyway, that was a good question. Thank you. JXQZ says, I've been talking with a lot of people about Mr. Store items. For the last few years, or maybe just when Standard or Challenge Paths came out, you guys have been making incredibly cool items with lots of variety. Instead of one piece of gear, it's usually a thing that provides gear, buffs, consumables, etc. This is different than something, say, than something like the Bottle Rocket Crossbow or the Viva La Mask, where you just put the thing on and you're good to go. The last piece of gear that was non-Challenge Path oriented, I think it was Buddy Bjorn, and then before that, Pantsgiving. I don't want to make it sound complainy, but is the game no longer capable of producing items that can't blow the players away? Have you ever scrapped ideas for that reason? Really appreciate all the work you guys have done. Thanks. Everyone thinks I'm weird for wanting a more minimalist item of the month, but I'd buy a turd if it meant supporting asymmetric. Thanks again. It. Well, now so, I have an idea for my next item of the month. Yep. Um. So... I think you'll be pretty happy with this one because I it's not the simplest thing in the world, but it's not the most complicated thing in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the part of the problem is that there are so many things even in a standard environment, there are so many things competing for slots that it's hard to do just a simple slotted thing that anybody would right. want to buy. Second is even the gear also the gear was never very popular. Yeah, and we're we're no longer at a point in the arc of the company's finances where we can just say, "Ah, we'll do an item of the month that'll make a third as much money as as average because we want to do a piece of gear and some people like a simple piece of gear every once in a while." Like we just can't get away with that anymore. Um also, you know, we can make more stuff with less work than we used to, and people get more excited about things where there's a lot of variety. Um, you know, it's weird. Uh, we we learned the other day, because we just don't pay attention to this until C.D. Moyer occasionally tells us something, that the Source Terminal was the most popular item of the month of the last, like, year and a half. Um, and it's real complicated and involves a lot of stuff and has, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly... It has its own interface, which was, yeah. you know, some coding, and it has... I don't know what to attribute it to. You know, the the, yeah. the 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 next most popular one was the deck of every card. And that, like, gave you access to a bunch of unreleased content. That's a thing that people talked about, or, on you know, like, expired, obsoleted content. And also just was fun and had a lot of different things that you could do. Both of them had serious puzzles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the... How did the deck puzzle work? You got, uh, when you pulled out the spades card, you got right. the number of letters in the spades thing of a sequence of puzzles. Right. Forgot about that. Uh, P.S. Jick, you're up for the next one. How's it going? Revamp? Revamp? I st- it's not that I don't get... 
it's not that I understand what you're doing and I don't get it. It's that I don't get what you're doing. I don't, I don't know if a this revamp, is, revamp. I don't know if it's a joke. So he he says, like I don't remember what the original thing was that he said that I said I don't get it. And then later it, was, he, it also was revamp, revamp, as I recall. It is revamp, revamp with a question mark after it each time. So, hey guys, I wrote you a much more involved letter three weeks ago about Dreadsylvania and how cool it is. So I'm not going to rewrite it. But the vampires are cool. Revamp, revamp. The hint is up there. Okay, I, revamp, revamp, like vamping out like uh do you are you saying that you want us to do another vampire teeth item of the month uh or do you want us to revamp the old uh, vampire item of the month what is it R-E are you talking colon about vamp is it revamp r e colon vamp <laughs> like i don't get if this is a joke or a request or a suggestion or like i don't know what kind request of thing request? i'm trying to understand <laughs> it's so so like it, I, so I get that it's about vampires, apparently, but I don't know what kind of thing about vampires it is. I'm sorry, JXQZ. I'm, I'm trying. Uh, so if if he wants you to change how the game progresses, is it a request? Request? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like a quest. Yeah, yeah. but like he's requesting that we request the game. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Riso says, any new ultra rares in the works? Riso, no, Riso? that's not, yeah, Riso, 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 Riso says, any new ultra rares in the works? That's not really how ultra rares works, works. <laughs> uh, if we make a new zone and there is a, there, somebody had, like the last time we added an ultra rare was the, the Nuge's crossbow, just because there was a seventies rock band themed zone that got added and somebody, I mean, it was probably like Mr. Magnifico was like, oh, it'd be funny if Ted Nugent was an ultra rare monster here. And I was like, oh, okay. Making an ultra rare and it's monster. Like, if you put a gun to my head, I could probably do it in 15 minutes. Um, it might not be very good or very balanced, but I mean, you, I you'd could, be kind of stressed out about the gun, I expect. I would be, yeah. Okay, so if you put a gun to my head, you better also put a woman under the table. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And then I've got it. It's a swordfish ultra rare that drops a swordfish. <laughs> was the was the password also swordfish that he had to like hack out, or was it just the movie swordfish? I don't remember if swordfish actually appears in the in, in the movie swordfish. Like if the word swordfish appears in the movie swordfish. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember either. Man, there was a video going around that I saw that it was about uh, password hash attacks. And like uh, MD5, yeah. Stuff? How MD5 is basically useless at this point. Wow, really? Yeah, which sucks. How is uh, that possible? Because GPUs have gotten so fast that the search space of MD5 is trivial. To, like, like eight-letter passwords can be cracked by a computer in like less than a second. Okay, Just but any. most passwords are more than eight letters at this point, aren't they? Probably not. I mean, probably not most KOL players' passwords. So, but the MD5 hash still requires access to... To the hash. To the hash, which is yeah. still a thing that most places sh- shouldn't provide, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, right. You shouldn't do it, but you do, do right? Like, any any compromise is going to get you access to the hash, and MD5 hashes are not sufficient to protect it from brute force dictionary attacks anymore. 
are salted hashes any better? I don't know what that is. Uh, instead of it's, you hashing it against a token, yeah, yeah, I that maybe, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, is the issue that MD five is MD five no is not sufficient? MD five is no longer sufficient encryption against the computing power that exists. Is there an easy alternative? I think that there is. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the problem is it's hard to like switch people over. Right. Like you can't because we don't know what the plain text password is. We can't figure out what a different hash of that password is. We could. We could store it for a minute when they when they log in. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, now that we're using HTTPS, it's not a problem to transmit the text password in a way that the PHP can see it. So, yeah, you're right. We could do that. We could do it at the point where you log in. Do we, I'm nervous do we about see it for a second when we store the MD5 hash the first time, or do we when they create the character? Yeah, or when they change their password. We don't. They don't. We don't have them generate the MD5 hash and then send it. No. Okay. But like, we still don't. We don't store that. Sure. Right. So we couldn't just go through and change the way that the passwords are stored. We would have to do it when people logged in. Right. Which is probably terrible. Linux people listening, tell me why I'm an idiot. I'm serious this time. <laughs> um, Tairoku says, no, Tairoku. T-A-I-R-Y-O-K-U. Uh, what happened to John Wilk in his booth? I know on an earlier show you spoke of getting rid of that system. Was it finally discarded of? If so, is there a narrative reason for it in addition to the practical one? No, I just, I wanted to see how long it would take someone to notice if I got rid of it. I week. never really liked it. Yeah, Before it a, you heard about it. It took a week before I heard about it, yeah. Um, and I had been seeing if anyone was using it, and more or less no one was. Like, it was getting a few hundred hits a day. Well, it was a couple people that had figured out how to game the system and were making meat off of it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> but but it just wasn't – it wasn't a thing that ever served its narrative purpose I, or its mechanical purpose. I didn't love the narrative of it. I Like, I didn't like the art in there very much. It was all non-U art. Right? Let's start it out like that, and then I think I redrew everything oh. in my style and used the other stuff in the calendar or something, the okay. trading cards or something. I mean, that stuff that – fuck, what was her name? Space – Monkey, space, cat, space, something? No, it was Sin. C-Y-N-N. Oh, yeah. The, Wasn't there the, another? That she, space Monkey did the um, Boys and Girls of Loathing uh, calendars. Uh, okay. Which I also kind of don't like anymore. I mean, the, the art is fine. It just doesn't, it's not in it's not, style. Yeah, it's And that's, that's the thing that, like, I think that between the time that the calendar thing happened and the KWE thing happened, I got more uptight about solidified your style, maintaining a consistent style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I just, I just wanted it gone. There wasn't, you know, and the reason that there wasn't a narrative element to its removal is that I didn't want to tell anyone that it happened because I wanted to see how long it would take anyone to notice. Um, The mimes told them. Mm hmm. Scully Angel says, hi, I have a bit of extra karma. Please make more skills. Okay. Uh, also, some sort of Librem to use in Type 69 because I like summoning things. I was real tempted to make a Librem. Uh, this time? Yeah. But I I backed off on having it use the... Uh, 
the existing bookshelf system. I like if I was going to do something like that, why wouldn't I do a new thing that didn't have the constraints of a Librem, right? Like I could just make something that you could spend an arbitrary amount of MP on, but that curved up more gracefully or had a different rarity mechanism, or you could spend more MP to get a better chance at getting a rare thing or whatever, right? Like just a, like a, some kind of big MP gambling thing. That sounds great. Like just a slot machine that you pour electricity into. <laughs> <laughs> You, did, you have some electrodes up to your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you win the jackpot. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about the ARG stuff at all? The the Conspiracy Island segment of that I don't think so. ARG was solved. Um, I, I don't think that I gave out any new information, but I gave a hint the night before it got solved, and I think that hint was what according to the guy who told me this, pushed him over the top. Um, but yeah, it was, you can look it up if you want to know. Um, still not telling you anything else about it. The mystery remains. Deus Ex Machina says, my internet's been wonky for the past few days. Blame the heat wave in Western North America. Thank you for making KOL able to be played without a stable internet connection. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, rough when we have, uh, internet problems because then nobody else can yeah we can't work mathematical says why don't we see frank in valhalla because frank can't die like the the reason that you see him at the tower is that he can't die why i don't know uh john diaz says what is the point in the algorithm for regular runaways 90 percent of the time when i want to run away from an enemy i realize i can't beat i don't care whether it's a free run or not but the enemy's strong enough that any sort of runaway fails and i get beat up anyway there are a couple items that make regular runaways always succeed if used e.g bargain flash powder well that's why right like that the existence of those items is why i don't just make runaways always succeed i think that if i were designing the game now i would make running away always always succeed is running away going to be an option in West of Loathing? I I don't know. I've had at least one or two requests for it. It would yeah, potentially be weird in a lot of narrative situations. Yeah, I mean, it's also weird in narrative situations. Like, here, here's the thing: if if there's a fight. And I like I just I don't think that I want to deal with this. I think I just want to let this be abstracted out in the in the video game kind of way. If there is a fight with three guys and they all have names and you kill one of them and then you lose the fight, they're uh, all back again. They're yeah. all back alive when you go back in there again. And that's already really weird if you think about it. But I don't think that you do <laughs> really. Yeah. Right. I mean. Because losing in a lot of ways is sort of like, well, you know, why didn't they kill you? You came there to arrest them and they've murdered a bunch of people. Why didn't they kill you? Like, you're you're already sort of suspending disbelief. Like, you know, he was just unconscious. That's what always happens in these fights when we don't specifically say, like, there's there's a fight where you can kill one of the guys ahead of time and then you definitely kill them and then they stay dead. But that's not a thing that happened in combat. <sighs> there's plenty of times... You know, a lot of the fights that I get into in West of Loathing, I just hit escape and then I'm not in the fight anymore. Um, it's weird to just be standing there, but it, but it doesn't break anything about the logic of the game to just end the fight with neither a win or a lose. 
And so maybe we should just give them the ability to back out of a fight. Would we add narrative the same way that there's narrative? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to really have to put in like a node for if you run away in every fight. Also, there's not... I don't know how important the penalty for losing is. It's not really a penalty, right? It's just No, no, not anymore. I mean, it's eventually... Like, maybe... It's weird, right? It's a weird... I like like that plan. Yeah, me too. Uh, But I... I could see just letting you lose the fight on purpose. You know, if Runaway was just losing, just give up. Give up is better than Runaway. Yeah. Yep. That's That solves all the problems, because then it's yeah. narratively still a loss. <laughs> you give up to a bear. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> Here, take my money. T-Day 93 says, you know, because, yeah, l- losing always, like, you know, you wake up outside. Whatever. Yeah. Like, um... T-Day 93 says, West of Loathing question. Do snake oilers extract oil from snakes, or do they oil snakes down a la bodybuilding competitions? They do both. They take oil from one kind of snake, rub it onto another kind of snake, which changes the way the oil is extracted. The crafting system is real weird. (laughs) Redistribution of oil. There's a, um, we ship the game with a special snake controller uh, that you have to rub, (laughs) (laughs) rub oil on. Snake bag. Yep. Oh, about runaways. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it probably doesn't matter. Also, is the French slippers, is that a tasteless joke? Is that like a problem? Is that problematic? I don't get it. They're French because the French always surrender. That like, ha ha ha, the French, they always surrender. Like, is that racist or is that just like a dumb hackneyed comedy trope? Like, I I don't. It could be both. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I I don't uh, know how I feel either. I don't know if like the so I I think that it is at least similar in its quality as a joke to the oh cops love donuts right right but I don't know if it is similar in its qualities to that rather it, than being like oh Mexicans are that, lazy or whatever, racist right? to say that cops love donuts I think it's probably professionalist. Hmm. As somebody who has a profession. Uh, I object. Are any of those items important enough? The items that let you run away for free? Are any of those jokes worthwhile enough? I mean, is it nerfing an item of the month that lets you <laughs> run away successfully every time? Because I think people probably don't care that much about any of those things. Would we need to change those items to not say regular runaways always succeed? Or like you get some stats for running away or something? That seems dangerous because then if you find an infinite source of free runaways, it's right. But, you know, you probably aren't going to. Yojimbo's Law says, why isn't there a curry-based cooking system similar to at least pasta, at least one of pasta, sushi, and pizza crafting? This question is brought to you by a delicious bowl of curry that I'm currently consuming. I, I We don't really have a curry. I don't know where Yojimbo's Law is from, but we don't really have a curry culture here. Like, right. A curry is not a thing that you go out and get the way that you go out and get sushi or pizza or sandwiches or whatever the way that it is in England, at least. Um, 
I don't know if Yojimbo's Law is English or not, but I guess when English people say that, they often just mean they're going to get Indian food, right? I have no idea. Or is it a special thing where it's like, oh, I would like a, I would like a Queen's curry. I would like a Birmingham curry. (laughs) Like, do you order, do you order a curry as a curry? Curry doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Mm-hmm. You just do you do it just to curry favors. favor with the queen? Yeah. yeah. You know what? When I'm in London, I'll ask everyone. <laughs> I will just ask the queen. <laughs> I will just bark at everyone in the streets, asking them what uh, was the deal with curry. I think if he finds out from the queen, he can't tell us though, because conversations with the queen have to be kept private. Is that true? This is some weird custom that I just recently been introduced to. Made I, up? I don't know. Uh. Yeah. That's what it's a weird custom I just made up. Also, thanks for making digitize less time consuming in a way that can't really make anyone sad unless they're trying real hard to be unhappy about something. Yeah. You are welcome. Uh, hey, JRH says Adam, I am uh, after the recent uh, West of Loathing podcast. I thought it was time I finally checked out Word Realms. I'm not big into word games, but I like it. I ended up playing six hours straight on my first session and plan on doing a bunch more. Anyway, nice. just thought you might like to know. Well, thank you. Um, Amish Information Systems, which is a great player name, <laughs> um, is suggesting a, a topical world event where the mysterious island votes to uh, leave the kingdom. Yeah, that would have been a great way to frame the revamp mm. the the level 12 revamp oh, yeah, if that wow. was if that was going to happen on a finite time scale it's possible that it might still be topical uh given how disinterested they seem to be about actually uh leaving JXQZ says, months ago, somebody connected the Waffle House in town with the Waffle House from the Showtime program, Dead Like Me. Any luck actually finding out what that is? I've always been a fan and just assumed the Waffle House was referencing it. Oh, well. Well, I don't know what you mean by any luck actually finding out what that is. Uh, Like, it was the reason that I'm, I don't know that the inclusion of the Waffle House as a doorway to hell in KOL predated Dead Like Me, but the idea of Waffle House as doorway to hell definitely did. Because I just hate being inside a Waffle House. And I just used to joke that every Waffle House was actually secretly in hell. And when you went through the door of a Waffle House, you were teleported into hell. What is it about Waffle Houses that you dislike? I don't know. It's it, like I just get like panicky. It's like, oh, ooh, it's getting sexy in here. <laughs> um, we've learned how to. Well, I manipulate see light. We've replaced the lights that Jake, Jake and them replaced the lights in the studio with a bunch of Philips Hue lights, which don't get as hot and also can be made sexy <laughs> from hot stuff's phone. Um, so Waffle House, I, like. Is it the, is it any Waffle House? Yes, or is it the, it's the way that the way that the Waffle House restaurant is laid out, or at least the way that it was laid out when I was a kid, just maximizes all of the things that I don't like about restaurants and that make me anxious when I'm in restaurants. Um, being able to smell a lot of different kinds of food all at once is a thing that I find really, really unpleasant. Like so you, well, you want to you want to like compartmentalize food smelling smells thing. as well. Just it's a just... cafeteria is the worst possible smell to me. Like I just I 
not like an old folks home or does that kind of smell like a well yeah i mean the, the reason i don't like hospitals is because the smell of the cafeteria is just this sort of nauseating i mean also because everybody dies there but like the smell it, of death is bad I don't mind the, like, antiseptic smell of, like, a hospital wing, but I just – cafeterias – hospital cafeterias are so bad. They're the worst examples of that. I mean, I just don't really hang out at elementary schools anymore, so I don't really get – What about a furs cafeteria? I've never been to a furs cafeteria. Or they a might Luby's. Not, they might not even be around anymore. Luby's was a thing, right? Wasn't that uh, – I don't know. I remember Luby's cafeteria being a place where there was a mass shooting in my childhood. See – the way the media used to used to handle mass shootings was they would focus on the important things, like what restaurant was this at, <laughs> and not just glamorize the shooter. Anyway, um, that was a question from JXQZ. So stuff has a question that maybe stuff with two Fs can answer. My cat knocked over a bottle of something and ruined my favorite shirt, my charcoal minimalist sword and martini guy. That shirt was still comfortable and still looked good after years of wear and washing. Everybody always complimented me on it, even people who didn't know KOL. I've had to reclaim it from a couple lady friends who tried to steal it. Is the version <laughs> of this shirt for sale on Topatico of similar quality? It looks like the old stock image got reused. Is it still exactly the same color? Is it still as comfortable and washer safe? It's definitely not the old image because our image was way better than the bullshit garbage Topatico put on the... Oh, really? What are you talking about? The Topatico, the pictures of the shirts that Topatico is using were just these terrible oh, no, tossed no, off no, photographs. Well, he's talking about just the he, actual yeah, artwork. Yeah, it was like the, the screen print. Like we gave them, we gave them the original art source okay. files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah, the, I, you're talking about the website image. Yeah, yeah. No, Which I, I thought, thought he, think, I thought that's what he was talking about. No, too. I'm pretty sure stuff was okay. talking about the uh, the image on the shirt. I don't actually know the provenance of the shirts. Yeah, I don't either. I've never seen one in real life. Does anybody ever buy anything from there? Yeah, we get disbursements every month. Yeah. It's not a ton. Ten bucks or something. We should remind people that it exists. Excuse me, because I think they don't remember. Hmm. We link to it from our store, but it's like multiple hops over there. Uh, the Erosion Seeker says, feature request, make it so the slash terminal chat command doesn't uh, immediately set your text to type into the terminal. So I was awkward when I type a command to try and type a second one only to get it in the source terminal as opposed to the chat box. I guess this could also apply to mall searches because slash search mall X also forces the text to type into the mall search box instead of staying in the chat box. I asked CD Moyer how hard that would be to do, and he said that he didn't think it would be too bad. Um, and so we'll see. Should we reconvene on the spindler? Yeah. Do you remember where we were? I believe we were at auto hit. Okay. Uh, we were not very far in. So, monster special properties. Let's learn about more of them. Yeah, so we had done... Okay. Uh, so, after uh, after auto hit, uh, which is just a chance, the percent chance that the monster will automatically hit you with its normal attacks, auto miss X is an X percent chance of automatically rolling a miss. This will also cancel out criticals. Um, this is for fights where we want to... I think I put this in... There was some Crimbo fight where you weren't meant to kill them and they weren't meant to kill you is until like a, a few rounds of combat had gone by. I don't think so. I feel like it was a penguin. I feel like it was a fight against something that want, that Josh had written a bunch of dialogue that was supposed uh, to happen during, during subsequent rounds of the fight. Okay. And so this was to guarantee that the fight would always last that long. Um, it's not one where you use that often. No, it's really not. 
Uh, crazy out mox bonus X multiplies monsters damage bonus for out moxing a player by X. I have no idea what that was for. Um, let me look and see where that comes up, where that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's different than like the flip out stuff, right? Yeah. Like out mox. It is one of the nemeses. Oh, okay. Demon of New Wave. Just that one monster. Huh. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't remember who designed the mechanics of those fights. I don't think it was me. Yeah, I don't remember if it was me or you. Uh, damage aura, and then that takes an element as a... And a message, too. Well, no. Oh, it's, that's a it's got Yeah, it, so some specials require there to be other specials subsequent to them to, to work. So damage aura element, just deal damage every round of a specific element. Damage aura damage, and then that takes a range as an argument. Oh, wow. Which I don't remember if we talked about range or not. Um... I wrote a parser for a variety integer of ranges. ranges. Yeah, that you know can either just be a number or a number dash a number, which is just you know three to five or whatever, which or, is a flat random distribution. Yeah, or three carat five, which is, which is like three to five but more fours than threes or fives. Yep. Um, like a pyramid. Yep. Um, Did you do a bell-shaped curve? No, just a pyramid. It's close enough. Did you do a V-shaped curve where it's more often at one of the ends or the others? Oh, no. Hmm. That'd be weird. Why would you Why would you want that? It's the opposite of what yeah, we, we usually want, want which means that at some point we'll probably want that. We'll want it, yeah. We'll, like, we want this fight to be really weird and unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. For example. I think we would go a different direction than doing that by making a number range weird, though. Sure. Uh, so then damage or a message, and that takes a message, and that is a message to display when the damage aura fires. So... And you can that means you can only have one or uh, no there's actually no, you have, you there's actually damage or a two damage or a two damage and damage or a two message right so that you can have two damage damage or a two fast damage or a two, two furious. furious yeah yeah percent damage uh, deals damage as a percentage of the player's maximum HP so that takes place after all absorption and resistance and everything happens. So like that is just straight up. If this is 50, it is going to do half of your max MP to you in damage, no HP. matter what you're wearing. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a thing with that of 50 is going to kill you if it hits you twice and don't heal. Um, then I just recently added something for this, for, for some upcoming content, flexible percent damage. Which still, it chooses the base damage based on your maximum hit points and a percentage of it that you pass into it, but it lets armor work and it lets elemental resistance work. Uh, unhittable X. There's an X percent chance that regular attacks against the monster will just miss. Um, and then unhittable message, which is a string that displays that string instead of the regular miss message. So this is for like things that you just can't hit. I don't know how that interacts with the fact that misses you don't ever miss anymore. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, unmissable means that regular attacks will always hit it. Uh, block skills. There's an X percent chance that any skill you try to use will not work. Uh, block this all postdates like uh, 
the naughty sorceress because she had just a bunch, she had of, a bunch of hard-coded stuff and still does oh, does i she? think we might have converted some of it i know the boner dagon got converted over to use systemic stuff because we also I, changed the naughty sorceress fight to be pretty different than it yeah. was on initial rollout yeah uh, block skills message is just the message that you get when a skill is blocked. Uh, block skills sans tags. That was for the source agent. That blocks all skills except source skills. Oh, and then a message for that one. Uh, item block chance is a percentage chance of preventing use of a combat item and then a message to display. Uh, good item block chance. X percent chance of preventing use of a combat item. Good item block message display string when use of a zero auto cell or blacklisted combat item is prevented. So I think that is only for shit. Let's, let's let only let shitty combat items be only used. let shitty combat items be used. Yeah. So uh, we must have used that for some boss fight that we wanted you to be able to use items, but not items that would just trivialize the fight. I feel like I remember doing that. Good item. Granny Hackleton. Yeah, that was really recently. Yeah. Because we wanted the the you to have to use combat items against her, but you had to use shitty cheap combat items. Right. Right. That combat item is pretty nice. Granny would just steal it if you tried using it on her. Uh, where was I? Stop familiars is an X percent chance of stopping combat familiars from working, including barnacles, potatoes, and anything that activates on a per round basis. And then a string for when that happens. Stop post combat familiars, which just means you don't like uh, volleyballs fairies. and fairies and leprechauns, leprechauns. don't work. Um, and, and probably also, yeah, ghouls and like uh, things that like the badger mushroom dropping thing probably doesn't happen oh. either. Because that is often done on free fights. Like, I think I probably did that in the wolf fight stuff before we ended up generalizing that out to cause all the other problems. Like, anytime fights are free, we have to stop, like, things that give you a benefit at the end of combat from triggering in them. Uh, prevent action X. Uh, that's just X percent chance of stopping any I action. So like conctatitis, basically, and a string for that. Uh, f so here's one that is weird and is never actually on the monster. Flip out of X, which just multiplies the monster's power, defense, and the damage that they do by X. This is usually a thing that we do in code as the result of a special attack or something because... It, we would just it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, we would just multiply the numbers if we were going to put it in the monster to begin with. And then there are this is a mechanic we didn't end up using much because it didn't matter that much. But like the differentiator between the different kinds of Hobopolis spells was that one of them would sue the flipped out monster, right? But do less damage, and so. It was just a thing where we didn't... We we were trying to do... Th because Hobopolis was our first raid mechanic, we were, we were like, oh, what are, what are some cool raid mechanics we, we know about? And it's like, oh, like yeah. Enrage timer. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like people really noticed or cared about the flipping out mechanics. Because the monster's stats are largely irrelevant to people who are playing the game. Yeah. Right? Which is fine. You know, Combats don't last long enough for yeah. it to be like, whoa, what, what's going on? You know, and we haven't done it, like, you know, we, like, 
if we were going to try to do something like that in a boss fight, like something that you actually had to respond to in a specific way, we wouldn't do it by just multiplying the monster's stats, right? Because right. that's a thing that you could also just trivially work around by being super high level. We would do something different, right? Like we would just force you to figure it out by making the fight work in a weird way. Uh, you can flip out power and defense differently. Uh, there's there's properties for that. No out stat in it. This is uh, the way that initiative works. You also get a bonus to your initiative if you're I don't remember what stat. Maybe it's Moxie is higher than their This is for cases where the initiative is important and we don't want anything else influencing it. Um, special fumble bonus. Increase the chance of a player fumble by X out of 11. <laughs> that's that's uh, Multiple attacks. I remember being really nervous when I put this in. This just runs the code for the monster attacking you X times. Um, there are a bunch mm. of things that use that now. Uh, override meat drop use this property instead of the monster's spindled meat drop value. So this is... I don't know... Let's see what we use that for. That's got to be another one where we put it in a missed code block, right? Yeah, because it's you doing something maybe reduces the meat that the monster drops. Let's see if the grepper can find it. You fire your bacon wrapping gun against a monster. Uh, OCR Summer. Oh, it is... So there's something... Oh, so I wanted the gambler in the Twitch... In the Wild West Twitch event to have a random base meat drop, okay. which was not a thing that we could do. Um, and I wanted to be able to make monsters rich in one crazy random summer. Right. That is what those were for. That's cool. Uh, let's see. So then there are a bunch of places where code blocks can be executed. Uh, there is execute player init, which is run miss code code after initializing the player object. This is where bonus damage to specific monsters, etc., is added. Um, so if we need to do like a non-flat bonus to vampires or whatever based on something, yeah, it's weird. Execute init. Run miscode code once at the beginning of the fight. Uh, execute every round. It runs it during every round of combat. Execute on damage. Runs it whenever you deal damage to the monster. Execute before player acts. Runs before your action is processed. Execute before init. Runs before initiative is rolled. Execute first round. is it runs when combat begins. I don't know what the difference is between execute first round and execute init. But sometimes I need one of them and sometimes I need the other one. And I always just have to look at the code and see where it lives. Yeah. They're all different insertion points into well, think, fight, yeah. right? I think execute init happens way before execute first round. So it's like... Because the first round of combat doesn't occur until sometimes the second page load of fight, right? If you don't... If the monster doesn't win initiative, then the first round doesn't happen until you choose an action. I see. Um, execute after monster description uh, execute after player action execute after item drops execute when you lose execute when you run away execute when you win execute player dot 
uh, that is a section of the code where it's just things that are constantly dealing damage to the player before the monster's regular attack. Um, special attack is what a play as we can make a monster do something instead of a regular attack um, or in addition to, but usually instead of after attack runs after their regular attack execute on hit happens when they successfully hit you with a regular attack execute after combat item run after player uses a combat item. Um, boss tracking that is just, it used to just be internal tracking for me to see like sort of how many people were getting to a certain point in the game in a day on average. Um, it is used for some PVP stuff now, which is problematic. Hmm. Or maybe they stopped, maybe Chris stopped doing that after the problems occurred. Um, MCD track, which is give you a flag if you kill the monster with a specific mind control device setting. Wow. Uh, raid boss tracking is another thing. That's just for our internal tracking to see like how many times old scratch got killed today or whatever. Um, there's override pick, which overrides the monster's picture. And then we can specify a width and a height for it. Then there's replace pick, which can, Replace it with a series. Like a series replace it with just a block of HTML. If we want to do something instead of a picture, like if we want to replace a monster's picture with like a table or a div that constructs a picture out of a bunch of other stuff, like override pick literally just replaces the part between the slash and the dot gif in huh. the the image. Okay. Um, because that's typically how we want to think about it, right? Like we think of a monster image as just a string that is. You know, we don't need to know that it lives in adventure images right. and is a GIF, right? Uh, drops clan trophy, uh, which just causes it to execute a specific miscode block called drop clan trophy when you kill it. So those are just for clan bosses. Um, bunch of on hit things. There's apathy, which just gives 10 turns of apathy on melee hit. Cunctate, which gives cunctatitis. Acid corrode, which is corroded weapon. Thorns. And Thorn's message are damage that it does to you when you hit it with a normal attack. Hot Thorns and Hot Thorn's message are that but hot. I don't know why I didn't generalize that right. the way that I did the aura. Uh, there's Clean Up Clan Flag, which deletes a clan flag when the combat ends. Uh, which that is how we track whether somebody is fighting a clan boss or not. Um, those also get cleaned up by a... If you just walk away and don't let the fight end, I think every 15 minutes there's a process that checks to see if you have timed out and kicks you out of the fight and deletes so the that you can't like, hijack so that, yeah, so that you can't like kidnap a, a dungeon boss. Clan raid log generates a win-loss entry in the raid log for the dungeon. Raid announce, and that takes a channel and generates raid announcements. Uh, and then all the weird ones. Um track damage that makes it so that any damage that gets done to the monster gets put in a fight property that we can deal with at the end so that's how we handle things like uh checking to see if you did overkill on the hobos okay um, track square root of damage does the same thing but uh, just keeps track of the square root of each source of damage which i have no Krimbo idea monster i think oh yeah 
right? Because weren't we? Oh yeah, maybe the crim- when we were tracking the amount of damage that was done to the crimbomination by everyone collaboratively, yeah. we wanted to rein that in a little. Uh, frat boy, you know there are actually a bunch of these that are not listed in here, like skeleton, vampire, ghost, like a bunch of things that specific damage uh, happens against. Uh, but frat boy was only used for the behavior for Zombo's skull ring, and cave frat boy was cave frat boy behavior for Zombo's skull ring. I don't even remember what Zombo's skull ring does. Does something to frat boys? <laughs> Destructo bot. Uh, that is just make the thing that makes the hulking construct auto kill you because we didn't have a regular way to do that. Um, hobo auto hit element and hobo auto hit chance is an. That is, I believe, the used for all of the regular attacks by normal trash mobs in Hobopolis. And I think that is because we wanted there to be a lot more hit messages. And I don't remember if that's a thing that happens in addition to... Like, I know that people have sometimes complained that you you just can't do anything about those attacks. Like, you can't block them. You can't... Like, potatoes don't work in there. And that's because of this. And I think it was on purpose. I don't know that I would do that now. Um, there is chain to choice and chain to choice on lose, which are, that is how we just make a fight. Like the nightstands work that way now. Chain to fight, uh, X, uh, chains, when you win a fight, it, uh, starts a new fight with a new monster. And then there is a chain text property, which is the message, the text of the link that you click. Um, and then, I think there might actually be another property that's like a preamble for giving a little story at the end, but I might actually just do like the text that shows up on win for Mm -hmm. those. Because if it's changing to another fight, I usually want to explain what's happening. Sometimes. Sometimes it's like, uh uh-oh, and then the description of the second fight explains what's happening. Right. Uh, let's see. Non-corporeal means monsters that can be insta-killed by scrolls of ancient forbidden unspeakable evil. And that's it. Uh, no take turn. Fight will not deduct an adventure. No putty. This is a really important one. Monster can't be copied. Um, that was based on spooky putty. No free runaway. And then a message explaining why free runaways is... uh, Free runaways will end combat, but they will still take a turn against those monsters. Uh, fake again menu... Displays this instead of parentheses in addition to question mark parentheses the adventure again menu post fight. That is such a shit show. It really is. The adventure again function that generates those links is such a clusterfuck of hard codings and crazy workarounds that I just anytime anything happens with it, I just throw your hands up in despair. Yeah, at this point. I know. Like, oh, I'll write another exception case because whatever. Uh, no popper. Banishers don't actually banish, and they display this message to uh, explain it. Still does end combat. Uh, win text and lose text, which are just bl- uh, they point to word buckets, which then get displayed whether you win or lose the fight. Um, when you win or lose the fight, no adventure again link just totally s- suppresses the adventure again menu. No auto attack means auto attack oh will God. not fire against this monster. This can be overridden by the user. Seriously, no auto attack. Auto attack will not fire against this monster and cannot be overridden by the user. Um, again, Link replaces Adventure Again Links with this message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, name generator. Use miscode block name generator to generate the monster's name. Stop using this one. Use the below one instead. Madlib name takes a word bucket. Apply the Madlib function to the specified word bucket to generate the monster's name. So name generator. All monsters with procedurally generated names used to have their names generated by the same code block. Oh yeah, wow. That's and that was that before be... that was before we had done the Madlib stuff that we just use everywhere now. Right. Um What did we do that Madlib function for? It was it wasn't the tome of Radlibs, I don't think. I think it predated that. Huh. I was going to say that, but apparently not. See, this is why we should use source control. We could just search the commit comments. First commit. Yeah. Um no stat variants. Do not randomly tweak the monster's stats at the beginning of the fight. Uh, that monsters at some point got like a five percent pyramidal distribution around their specified stats. Uh, no ML HP. Don't increase monster HP with its monster level uh, or because of plus monster level. That was for puzzle fights that required you to do very specific amounts of damage using right. like hard coded things. Um, Holiday, monster is a wandering holiday monster made so Jarlsberg's pan can ignore it. I don't know. I don't remember what Jarlsberg's pan did and why holiday monsters were a problem with it. Oh, because it would just, when it was in the mode to just dissolve food, it was dissolving good food that people wanted to save for after their run was over. Uh, Replace name. Don't display you're fighting a whatever before monster name. Oh, yeah. So the monster's name just replaces the whole string rather than is displayed after you're fighting. Manuel Q. Force questions mark to show up for stats in Monster Manuel. Quest log only, not in combat. So that is for things that don't scale, so don't inherently have stats of zero, but have stats that we can't display correctly in Monster Manuel for some reason. Uh, Manuel Q combat, Manuel Q combat HP, that is, makes it so we, you can't, even with Manuel, see the monster's stats or HP. There's, I probably should have been putting some of these on monsters and didn't realize that they were there. This is a really long list of yeah. things. Because I feel like there, there were some people who were like, oh, this monster shows up with blah, 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 and then monster Manuel, and I'm like, oh, shit. And you had already dealt with that, but I just didn't realize it. Oops. Uh, wind bucket. Display misc text whole wind bucket when the monster is defeated. So that is just straight up a duplication of one that already existed. Um, no stats. Monster awards no stats no matter what. No familiar XP. Don't get familiar XP for this fight. Ultra rare. Drop a consolation ribbon if you lose. That's all that property does. Um, always factoid. Guarantee factoids to show up as though the monster was a boss. Round cap X. Override 30 round limit with X rounds. Evadable, runaways always work, no failures due to init, no CSA backpack, CSA backpack drops do not happen during this fight. So that was probably a wolf fight thing. Um, And that was it. Wow. That was all of them. So those are all the special properties that a monster can have over mm, a couple of months. Um, I think it's about time to go get some food. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for, thanks for listening, Riff. Sure. (laughs) Uh, thanks for thanks for listening, hot stuff. Sure. Thanks for listening, Jake. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Have a lovely week, everybody. Later. <laughs>